Jim Stroud here, and you are listening to my favorite podcast. I listen to it every day. It's amazing. It's wonderful. It's, uh, okay, help me out. Who, who are you guys again? Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. <laughs> All right. Because you are sick and tired of Robert Mueller news. Take a break, for God's sakes. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's Most Dangerous so help me God. Well, hello. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's show is indeed sticking it to the ad agencies. TikTokers are sounding off on their employers and Kelly gets cutesy with its latest ad campaign. <laughs> we have to wait six months till the holidays, but boy, does Canvas already have some goodies for you. We'll be right back. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. Oh yeah. The this is the last week without football till April of next year. Thank God. And there's nothing else to watch right now. <laughs> I'm including the XFL, which I guess we're still calling yeah, football at nah, this point. Some kind of football, right? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Chad? Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it's been it a good week. It has been a good week. It's been a good year. I mean, let's just put that out there. It has been a Eight. good year. It has been a good year. But it's amazing what you can accomplish when you're actually at home for a yeah. week. I mean, the the world tour has, has really uh, kicked us in the nuts every now and again. But, but, but it's been a good kick. I don't know that there's a good kick in the nuts. But anyway, it's been amazing. It, it, we've been Tim Sacketed <laughs> while we're on the road, if you will. Sorry, Tim. Not so sorry, Tim. Shout outs. Shout outs. So shout out to our buddy, Torin Ellis. So we were at Wreckfest. Yep. Torn Ellis was on stage, did what Torn does. He captivates, he inspires, he kicks ass, takes names. Well, the guys from Talent Nexus said, hey, let's get, you know, let's get Torn right after he's done, right off stage, and let's have a conversation. And within that conversation, I had an important question because I know at one time I was asking myself this, what can two white guys do about diversity, Right. And Talent Nexus actually delivered a two-minute video that we posted on social that has blown up. And people are really, really kind of rallying behind it because, to be quite frank, 
you know, if you are a white dude, but you do believe that something needs to happen for equity and inclusion, what the fuck do you do? Right. And, and Torn states it very clearly, very easily. And I thought it was awesome. What Torn does so well is yes, he, he sort of slaps you in the face with his message (laughs) and his honesty, but he also does a great job of sort of empathy and, you know, putting himself in the shoes of a, a middle-aged white guy, which is what we yeah. are and thinking, you know, I'm not a, you know, I'm, I'm into diversity and inclusion. I want to do my part, but what exactly can I do um, yeah. as a middle-aged white guy? And the video really encapsulates uh, sort of Torn's message, but also what Torn is all about. And it's actually connecting with people that don't normally think about this stuff. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, go out to the socials, look for me, look for Joel. Yeah. Just look for it. Yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Video podcasting. It's hip. It's cool. It's the new thing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Sherm's Roy Maurer. Oh boy. Everybody there. Uh, He he writes for them quite a bit and uh, did a story on the Facebook news about them having searchable ads and what they're doing there. Uh, quoted your boy right here. So that's kind of why I'm giving him a shout out. But the article is rather good. Uh, head out to Sherm.org if you want to check that article out. Yeah, it's good, even though in spite of Cheeseman being a part of it. So big shout out to our friend at Shaker Recruitment Marketing, Mike Timpkin. Mike Timpkin posted, and it wasn't just specific to us, but it was specific to us. Uh, yeah, where he actually had some data, some research that uh, showed by Hootsuite that pretty much 39% of individuals 18 to 64 are reported listening to podcasts each month and nearly as much as 47% reported to listen online monthly. So it's either via, via phone, online, either way, but podcasting is blowing the fuck up. And if you haven't heard our interview with Mike Temkin, just Google the Chad and Cheese podcast, Mike Temkin, an awesome interview. Guys, uh, guys, a stud. <laughs> yeah. I love that we're, we're benefiting and profiting from the dumbing down of society. No one's reading anymore. They just put headphones in and listen to the news and the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Uh, shout out to Ken Lazarus, CEO of Scout, uh, sort of a, a hidden gem in the HR tech space. You might remember they raised $100 million last year. So we talked to Ken on our one of our latest podcasts and get down to what they're going to do with that $100 million and what exactly is going on. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So we're getting ready to do a partnership. Just going to kind of tease this partnership with The Gathering, the the event that happens in VAMP. Such a tease. It's fucking amazing, by the way. But it's, it, it's funny because we're starting to to do some recording and there were some bits that didn't make it to the actual podcast and we wanted to be able to share some of those with you today ready yeah shit damn it <laughs> shit damn it i'm gonna try that again shit damn it i'm gonna try that again okay shit damn it damn it I like the 80s sort of, that's good. It it is. Damn it. I'm ready to put on some leg warmers and jazzercise. I know. So the guys from The Gathering, actually, these were outtakes as they were doing some recordings. And they actually packaged this up, obviously, because Sybil is is the one who's doing the voicing. Mm -hmm. But uh, they they sent it over to us because it's funny as fuck. And we generally don't play outtakes. 
And it was like, why the, why the hell not? So <laughs> shout out to the gathering into Sybil over there for um, great outtakes. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. One, we should do something like this. Uh, yeah. And two, yes, we are stupid because we just listened to that for like five minutes and just laughed our asses <laughs> off. And we'll probably listen to it again after this podcast and laugh some more like Beavis and Butthead style. Uh, of course. Shout out to Jerry Crispin. Uh, Jerry Tales, our fourth installment of the epic uh, Lord of the Rings-esque oh, yeah. podcast interview with Jerry. Uh, number four is up. It's as awesome as the first three and as awesome as the next two. It's Jerry. That's all I have to say. So candidate ID, shout out to those guys because they are killing the crowdfunding game. They've nearly doubled what they've asked for and they still have about 30 days left. So uh, if you guys are into obviously nurturing and building talent pipelines and that kind of stuff. They were on Firing Squad. I don't know if you yep. remember or not, Joel. Remember? And Deathmatch. Yep. And Deathmatch. Uh, I gave them a rousing applause. Uh, Joel gave them a golf clap. <laughs> but, but dude, I'm a huge proponent uh, around companies like this getting out and actually demonstrating that, you know, is is this idea really worth it? Will the community get behind this? Not to mention, this is great from a PR standpoint, right? So yep. big shout out to Adam in the, in, the, in the team over at Candidate ID. This is a winner. Uh, if you want to check it out, go to crowdcube.com slash Candidate ID, all one word. So do you know the numbers behind that, what they were hoping to raise and what they've actually raised up to this point? Yeah, it was 50,000 for starters, uh, and they're over 100,000 to date, and they have nearly 30 days to go and that's and that's in and that's in uh in pounds by the way so they're actually over a hundred thousand us dollars 57 investors their target was fifty thousand. uh yeah so it's uh it's looking good for those guys and like i'd said if you're a company who really wants to demonstrate that the community is getting behind this, why the hell not? Either talk the talk or, or walk the walk or get the fuck off. By the way, disclaimer, we are not financial experts. We are not recommending that you buy this company or say that you'll make money buying this company. Thanks for that. I don't want to get in trouble for someone losing their pants uh, investing in Candidate ID or any company in the HR tech space. And I will say that with the, the regulations around investing in companies in this way sort of becoming loosened around the world, uh-huh. I think it'll be really interesting as we sort of move into this next phase of startups and companies raising money, how that goes, how much money they raise, and g- getting away from the traditional VC, uh, how companies raise money will be interesting and something we'll be talking about, I'm sure. I haven't yet. I, I will put some money into Candidate ID. Will you? Okay. Yeah. Well, keep us keep us informed about the big payout. And when you're when you're sipping uh, fruity drinks with umbrellas in Portugal, we'll know why. I love it. <laughs> Shout out to the hashtag yoga. Uh, I don't know if, <laughs> if anyone heard last week's show, but uh, iSIMS, as part of their media uh, analyst day, uh, is offering a yoga session. And uh, I challenged listeners to hashtag out yoga oh, yeah. or no yoga uh, as whether or not I should do it. 
obviously do the yoga is the uh, reigning leader or the leader right now. I don't even think no yoga has a vote. Yeah. So at this point, I don't know. I might have to head out to uh, Lululemon, get some yoga pants, <laughs> get a little, get a little uh, sweat band going, and uh, some wristbands, wrist, uh, yeah, wrist sweatbands, yeah. and limbering up a little bit. I might be having to do some yoga in uh, in Phoenix. Yeah, I have already committed to do the yoga. So in the registration process, they ask if you know, like, w- what you would like to do. Mm-hmm. I've already committed it to it because. Uh, the listeners want us to do it. If we could at least organize some beer to be at this yoga session to take away some of the pain, that would be great. Beer yoga. Yeah, that would be great. You know what else is great? Uh, tell me. Chad and Cheese the movie. <laughs> Sundance, here we come. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite great yet, but we just received the <laughs> link and I got to watch like the first couple of minutes before we jumped on the podcast. Looks amazing. The guys over at Talent Nexus, go figure, they make us look good and that's not easy. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to screening it, not to mention the promotion to get it out. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. Look on social during the next couple of weeks or so and we'll be pushing it pretty hard. Yeah, Robert Redford, we're coming for you. Sundance 2020. Let's do this. Events powered by our travel sponsor, Shaker Recruitment Marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Do I hear word they're making three-piece suits for us? Yeah, they should with like just Shaker all over them. That would make (laughs) so much sense. It would. Dude, backpacks are, are awesome. Like they're beyond age, gender, sex, race. Like everybody loves a good backpack. That's exactly right. And I'm taking mine to Malmo, Sweden, where we're going to see 10 Guy. That's right. The interviewing robot and also TNG staffing uh, here at the latter part of uh, August. Pretty stoked about that. Right, I'm ready for some uh, salmon and capers <laughs> and and cheese or whatever else they're eating there. They told you that they don't do capers. We just saw them in London and they said, we don't do capers. So, Oh, someone sells capers in Sweden. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) We've got TA tech in Austin death match where job.com asses first. I mean, assess first Mm -hmm. and a a couple of others soon to be named uh, are going to be uh, on stage. And uh, the big sponsor, yeah. Is Alexander Man Solutions. So I'm, Outstanding. I'm stoked about that. Outstanding. And you you did some work this week on the actual trophies. Do you want to talk about that or are we just going to tease it? Let's just say that the winner will get something spectacular when they win. <laughs> something that will blow up the socials and be something that you might take to your grave. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. It's that it's that amazing. It's going to be retroactive. So we've got to make sure that we put one in the hands of Amon Brar at Canvas Canvas. slash Dovite. Yeah. And uh, and then one in the hands of Andrea Wade at opening.io. So looking forward to that, uh, as well as uh, HR Tech in early October. We're going to be on stage two days in the Expo Hall. And uh, listeners, if you want $300 off ticket. Chad Cheese. Discount code. Very simple. Discount code Chad Cheese. We make nothing. So even if you hate us, save some money. Yeah. We don't get any of it. Yeah, it's all it's, good. It's all good. Uh, and then the latter part of October, 22nd, 23rd, we're going to be in Paris. That's right. Smashfly is sending us to Unleash in Paris. Oui, oui. 
Yeah, where we're again going to be in the expo hall on stage, just making a shit ton of noise. Trey BN. Wee wee. I'm I'm out. News time. We love inside info, don't we? We love talking to the sources that know the nitty gritty yes. and what's going on. And we had the pleasure this past week of talking to two high level insiders yes. about two interesting topics, programmatic and what the hell is indeed up to. Yeah. I'm happy to discuss either one first. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead. I think they all come together. Uh, but what one insider said was, you know, indeed going direct to companies. So this is this is something that we saw from Monster, something we, we've seen from Career Builder. We've seen this from many companies where they're like, you know, let's keep the 15 to 20% ourselves. But the thing is, yep. when does that ever work? Uh, it works for a while, maybe. <laughs> but in the long term, I think it's sort of shooting yourself in the foot because too many companies are just like agency, you handle it. Yeah. And if agencies aren't making their cut, they're not they're going to slowly stop recommending you as a source. Yeah. For uh, advertising. That's yeah. just going to, that's the way it works. Yeah. Now, Indeed thinks their shit doesn't stink enough to think there's no way that an employer will not use Indeed, but that's giving a lot of employers a lot of credit thinking that they'll go outside of their agency to go directly to Indeed for that advertising solution. I don't see AppCast rocking the boat or Stepstone rocking the boat and saying, you know, we're going to do things differently. I think this is a great opportunity for Stepstone to start realizing revenue in the U.S. Uh, and continue to do what they're doing uh, in, in Europe while pressing more performance-based ads as opposed to duration based. So I think I just think from the stepstone standpoint and from a German standpoint, they're going to be more methodical about this and more, you know, more more of a standpoint of no, we don't need walled gardens. We're just going to go ahead, continue to do business and grow the network on the other side, personally, because mm-hmm. we know what Indeed does is that they're going to, they'll look at doing whatever they can to do one of two things, either just push their product more yeah. and more and, and other products and force companies to buy their other products as well. We also heard from an insider that if you're pushing uh, job fairs or or anything of that nature out there, indeed, will auto- automatically pull those down and say you have to buy our job fair product, right? Yeah. So I see Indeed rocking the boat because that's what they do. But uh, the big question is, do, do we need Indeed? Yeah, and I think for TMP as well and any, any other agency. I mean, we we've heard agencies t- you know tell us like, hey, we spend a shitload of money with ClickCast. Yeah. And if you're TMP looking at, why don't we just keep all of it? Why don't we keep keep all the profits and and uh, you know take the cut that would be ours? Maybe lower prices or, or become more efficient. Like it's not only a strategic sort of looking at what's going to happen with the competitors and losing control over that, but it's also, geez, we're going to keep a lot more money if we own the programmatic solution. So mm-hmm. our insider, I think we agree that buying Pringo Pringo was a great. Uh, decision for TMP uh, that'll pay dividends on a lot of different uh, in a lot of different angles, uh, and I'll be curious to see if another agency comes in and buys you know a job at X or a, a Jovio or something like that. Uh, our insiders seem to think that an ATS would be a buyer at some point. Yeah, uh, we both agree. Jobvite and iSims sort of have a history of buying up cool technologies or emerging technologies. So I don't think either one of us would be surprised at that if that happens in the next six months or so. I believe that when you take a look at obviously how Indeed's treated the market 
over the years. Um, and the numbers that we've received uh, from some of our programmatic friends uh, throughout the industry is that they only comprise about 15%, around 15% yeah. of the overall candidate deliverable, right? So what can you do to be able to, and again, this is this is contingency planning, right? Yeah. Because we know Indeed's history. What do we do to contingency plan for that 15%? And programmatic is obviously the only way to go because you're you're leveraging a, a, a large network versus just really focusing on that one pipeline. I was pretty surprised that uh, Indeed only served sort of 10 to 15% of the sources uh, of candidates that companies got. I would have thought it might be quite a bit higher. Um, were you surprised by the 10 to 15% number? I thought it would be up near 25 or 30. Yeah, no, I was. But I think that's the thing is that programmatic provides such a wide uh, spread of uh, uh, of the opportunity to, to press your jobs into all these different areas uh, and, and do it from a performance standpoint, not in all cases, but in, in many cases. Yeah. I, I also remember um, one of our informants, if you will, talk about, uh, I guess, ZipRecruiter is, is beefing up their agency mm -hmm. team. So they're taking a different tack Smart. in terms of getting in bed with the agencies yeah. as Indeed exits the agency business. So yeah, why would you want to bloat your organization uh, with more and more and more direct salespeople when you can partner with agencies not just one agency, but agencies and have them yeah. be your, uh, your, your, your salespeople. Now I understand from a control yeah. standpoint, they're not just going to sell your shit, but once again, that's exactly what you want. You want that non-bias. So if you are proving to not just the agency, but, uh, the end user, the, the, the direct employer that you are worth mm -hmm. it, then that should work out for you. Now, if you're not, there's a problem. Yeah. And as, as ZipRecruiter gets more and more into enterprise, more into AI and technologies, like the enterprise, I mean, the agency play makes total sense. And the fact oh, that yeah. they're, the fact that they're coming in while Indeed exits is just really great timing on their part. The beautiful part from StepStone is that AppCast pretty much owns the agency, the, the recruitment ad agency infrastructure today. Yeah. Right. That was brilliant. They're looking for a play in the US instead of building job boards. Fuck that. There's enough job boards. Get into programmatic and make money off of that network. Yeah. I will say that, uh, you know, one of the things I thought about was, you know, the the two biggest, you know, programmatic plays that aren't in play yet, but could with a flip of a switch become a play are Google and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, which, as we know, are the two biggest online marketplaces for advertising in the world. You know, the minute that you can post a job on Google and then, you know, promote it out to their network, uh, AdSense network, uh -huh. um, that becomes a huge play. They become the biggest programmatic player. And Facebook as well, if they ever decide to do that, uh, would be a huge competitor in the quote unquote pro programmatic advertising business. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned Google because... You like that segue? Yeah, in a TechCrunch article, Area <laughs> 120, which is Google's lab for experimental projects, uh, launched ByteBoard. If you want to know what ByteBoard is, it's like hacker rank, okay, for something that's been out there. It's a new tool that aims to make the technical interview experience less tedious and more effective. Look, if anyone knows recruiting, employing tech people... Google's pretty good at it. And if you want somebody build, to build something that's efficient, effective, uh, easy to use, intuitive, something that tech people understand, I mean, Google, you could do a lot worse than Google. So the fact that Google has essentially created a homemade uh, interviewing tool for techies yeah. that they're releasing to the public is 
awesome. And I think you and I both agree that it's just a matter of time before they roll this this solution into their higher product to where you can use your ATS and and your talent funnel yeah. to now interview people through bright through Byteboard. Oh yeah. So the big question is now who's going to buy Hacker Rank? Because <laughs> we've been talking about that. Dice should have bought them a while ago, right? But uh, yeah. Hacker Rank is a community. It is focused on being able to provide realistic types of uh, interviews through coding. Uh, that, yep. t- t- fr- from my standpoint, when you're looking at trying to provide interviews for the future, and we know development is not going away, this is an entity that everybody should be looking at. If Microsoft is looking for a bridge between LinkedIn and GitHub, which they bought last year, like yes. they could do worse than HackerRank to sort of bridge the gap between LinkedIn and GitHub and provide a, a recruiting solution uh, that benefits both both audiences. Exactly. Total funding for Hacker Rank fifty eight point two million dollars. Okay, so that's probably out of iSims and Jobbytes shopping cart. Possibly. You think so? Possibly. Okay. But not Microsoft's. No, not not even close. Indeed. Indeed would need to have an applicant tracking system to be able to plug into something like that. That would make it worthwhile. They do. It's free. A real applicant tracking system. <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on this and uh, we'll we'll let you know. Subscribe to the show so you get the shreds. We'll definitely shred this baby out when uh, Hacker Rank gets acquired. Hell yeah. Advert, another potential acquiree, Job at X. Nope. Nah, not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh, next. This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs. Just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it. We live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. Did you know Google now has nine products with a billion plus that's users? Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't that's that crazy? It's awesome. It's yeah. crazy, right? Photos is the, the latest one. Can you name the number? The uh, Can you name the other eight? Gmail, Calendar, Docs, not Hangouts. YouTube, Search, Chrome. Two that you mentioned weren't. So Drive, you said Docs. Drive actually uh, does, nice. I think. Google Play Jeez. and Android. It's amazing just how how entrenched. Again, they're a lifestyle platform. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about Snapchat and TikTok right now and not even close to like any of any billion type numbers. And Google has yeah. nine yeah. products with a billion users. It's crazy. 
All right. So yeah, uh, it, it won't, it wouldn't be a show without TikTok. Uh, so let's talk about TikTok, but let's, let's talk about Snap real quick. Snap had a comeback quarter, uh, releasing numbers this week for the first time in their history. They had 200 million uh, monthly active users. So we had kind of written them off. We thought Instagram had sort of taken them out. Mm-hmm. Younger people that I know, and there aren't a lot had told me Snapchat was done. Like it was over. Apparently not. Uh, people are still back or people are coming back to Snapchat and using it in greater numbers. And as we discuss TikTok, uh, I think TikTok is the only like top 10 most popular app right now that isn't owned by Facebook or Google or is Snapchat. Like it's the only one outlier there that's not public. Yeah. And we wanted to bring up something new that we saw on TikTok is there's a guy on TikTok that works at Walmart and his username is what, Tom at Walmart or something? Yeah. And he wears his little Walmart vest in all the videos, and he he basically tells insights into the company. Some of them are funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are very kind of dark, right? Yeah. He talks about minimum wage. He talks about like the what was the one about pop tarts? Like when there's a when there's a natural disaster, they bulk up on strawberry pop tarts yeah. or something. Yeah, because they have buying patterns during those times. It's like they know what to stock up on. Uh, when the prospect of a natural disaster is on the way. Yeah, he and he, he makes fun of customers. He makes fun of... He, he basically pulls the veil off of a ton of stuff around Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another TikTok video recently. Um, a couple of girls were having... You know, t- a lot of younger people are on TikTok. Teenage workers uh, wearing the company outfit, company uniform, doing really stupid stuff. And they were actually fired because the boss found out that they had posted these videos on TikTok. Unbeknownst to the boss, at the time that they were getting fired, they actually were recording the firing. So they have on TikTok, the boss coming in and saying, hey, you can't do this. I got to let you go, et cetera. So to me, this this brings in a whole new era of the employee review feedback stuff. Transparency. For 10, yeah, transparency. Like for 10 years, employee reviews have been, you know, people typing out stuff on Glassdoor and Indeed and all that other, you know, all the other sites out there. Right. And it's it's morphing into social media, vid, short, you know, short videos, uh, videos that disappear after 24 hours in many cases. And I think it, I think it just brings up a totally new realm of managing brand for employers and how the hell do you get a hold of all this stuff? Do you just fire everybody? How do you monitor it? How do you find out about all all these people on TikTok? Because you can't just do a Google search. You can't just go to Glassdoor and see reviews. You have to be super, super diligent. And it it may even be impossible. It may be the, you know, the Hydra where you cut off one head and 10 grow back or whatever. Yes. And I just think it's bringing a whole new, a whole new problem for employers in terms of managing their brand. Yes. Well, and I think this comes back to uh, what we've talked about and, and, and many others have is if you are doing business the right way, if you're treating people the way that you want to want to be treated, if you have a purpose and that's where your business is focused instead of profits, then I'm not saying that you should just breathe a sigh of relief because nothing bad's going to happen to you. But if you're doing things for the right reasons and you get caught on tape, so fucking what? That shouldn't be an issue. Okay. And if it is an issue, too bad. Uh, What are you going to do? Are you going to make everybody throw their smartphone into a lockbox every time they come in or every time you're, I mean, you just, you can't manage that. So what, you know what you Mm -hmm. can manage, you can manage yourself. 
You can manage how you do things, the purpose, and make sure that you're not a fucking asshole. That's what you can do. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like there is no magic bullet. There is no, you know, we, we've we've talked about, uh, you know, Glassdoor getting essentially hacked with good reviews and companies that are like, you know, paying for good reviews and, and filling up. Right. You know, at the end of the day, if you have a shitty work environment, like it's going to come out and it's going to it's going to impact you negatively in most cases. And the, the growth of TikTok, Snapchat um, and these platforms only underscores the fact that you have no control over your brand. Your brand is what externally happens. And more and more, that's that's out of your control. I mean, I don't agree to that. I mean, you're you're in control of how you treat people and, and what you do and how you pay people and fairness and those types of things. Totally. I think if you focus if you focus on that, controlling that instead of controlling people, that's where we've come. You know, we've we've gone from the you're controlling these people there on your team, right? To now you have to control yourself and how you actually deal with people because of the transparency of today. And I think that's fucking great. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I didn't mean like you can't control your brand and your purpose and what you do. I just mean the the mediums and the the tools that people have now to communicate with the world are more than they've ever been. And they're only going to get more, I assume. Um, So your ability to like clamp down and control that is going away. So you might as well do your best of what you can control, which is how you treat people and your message and your purpose. If you're focusing on being a good human being, <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's the best we can all go for. Yeah. And by the way, if you think, you know, if you think TikTok is fringe, if you think this guy doesn't get any sort of attention, oh, dude, I mean, we're talking in the hundreds of thousands in terms of fall or tens of thousands, probably followers, hundreds of thousands of likes on these videos. So these videos are out there and they're getting watched. So if you think it doesn't impact you, you're probably wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> well, speaking of wrong, sometimes outsourcing can be a bad decision. Yes, especially if you don't have QA, QC behind uh, the individuals that you're bringing in. Yep. So we have a couple of stories out this week. One is uh, a programmer who was a contract worker for uh, Siemens, a German company. So what essentially what was happening was this guy was programming, uh, doing programming work for, for Siemens, and he was putting in what's called a logic bomb. He planted a logic bomb in the system that would cause glitches every few years after he got done working on the problem, which basically forced his employer to be dependent on him to fix the problem each time that it popped up. Uh, Now, fortunately, someone caught this, and this is a big company with a lot of smart people, Mm -hmm. but I think it underscores the risk that if you're using, you know, Upwork, Fiverr, you know, freelance uh, solutions, gig workers, you know, you need to be aware that these things are happening or could happen to you. Um, and this isn't something that the reviews on the site are going to reveal, right? When you hire someone on Upwork, you see, oh, they've got great reviews, five stars, you know, the last three months or whatever of clients, they've been really servicing them well. You know, no one's putting on Upwork two years later if they don't even know what's going on that, oh, they put a logic bomb into our system. Yeah. If, you, if you're allowing contractors to come in unfettered uh, access to everything and not doing QAQC, that's on you. Businesses are being built on contract work. Make sure that you're not totally incumbent upon one person to do all your work for you. 
Exactly. Or one person to have access to your social media account. Yes. Talk about that. So this is funny as hell. Um, Jared O'Mara, he's a, he's a British politician. He has, uh, he's been in the British parliament uh, for the constituency of Sheffield Hallam since 8 June 2017 and was elected as a labor candidate. Well, his comms team uh, (laughs) went on uh, Twitter and pretty much just laid into him. I, here's a tweet, quote, I cannot and will not defend you and your vile, inexcusable contempt for the people who voted you in, you selfish, dege- degenerate <laughs> prick. I mean, that's one tweet. I mean, there's a list of tweets before the comms, comms team actually says, comms team signing off forever. Jared, you are the most disgusting, morally bankrupt person I have ever had the displeasure of working with. You do not care about your constituents. You do not care about anyone but yourself. Yeah. Hello. And I'm assuming he was the only one that knew the password probably to the Twitter account. Uh, And what do you, you know, what do you do when this happens? It's just sort of out there for a while. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you you get this kind, you get this kind of uh, coverage, right? Yeah. So yeah, when your comms team actually comes back and says you're a, a, a lazy, vile prick, then yeah, I guess uh, that's all that's all we can go by. Yeah, and this is when uh, you mentioned Hootsuite and the shoutouts. You know, a tool like Hootsuite would have helped remedy the situation in terms of getting it down. It's it's your social media account. Let's just make this clear. It's your social media account. Yeah. If you want to be authentic, if you want to be genuine, then you should have access. You should have uh, really part of, at least if not all, the actual tweets or the the posts or what have you. If you have a comms team, you can have a separate channel for that. Yeah, yeah. And this is clearly why Donald Trump is so brilliant because he has total control over his social media account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So some of those tweets actually sounded like they were talking about Donald Trump. (laughs) Uh, Let's hear from Sovereign to talk about Yahoo and Kelly. Yes. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. So simple, so clean, so smooth. Sovereign. (laughs) So you have some issues with Yahoo's recent advertising strategy. Yeah, here it is. So this is from our friend, Audra Knight. She actually finds some of these gems and she shares them with me. So Yahoo is doing sponsored posts on Facebook. This sponsored yep. post uh, actually says job seekers can use Yahoo search to start their job hunt. Search jobs. Then you click on the ad and it takes you to Yahoo search engine results page, which pretty much just has Indeed and Glassdoor. So Yahoo's spending money pimping <laughs> Indeed and Glassdoor. <laughs> what the fuck? It shows the state of just utter misery at Yahoo that they have to use what Facebook Facebook feed is that where she found it yeah so using Facebook uh, who they lost social media to to drive traffic to their search engine that now is powered by Bing so they lost search to Bing and Google and they're sharing the revenue that they get from clicks with Bing 
who's I also think is their advertising platform. So the state of Yahoo is so bad that they have to drive traffic from Facebook to their search engine that they lost to from Google to send people to job sites that aren't hot jobs, which they used to own and lost out to Monster. So the whole thing is like a trail of death for Yahoo that is underscored by them spending money to do this whole process. This is just fucking dumb. <laughs> and the fact that they have money to spend on advertising like that is also amazing. Well, that money is actually going directly to Indeed. I mean, all the clicks. I mean, it's just it, that's that's going to Indeed. Well, I'm assume, I'm hoping that they actually have paid advertisers when you search for jobs. Still the margins. I mean, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? They may be so good at advertising that they're spending, you know, if they're spending 10 cents a click, on Facebook and getting 50 cents a click on their search engine. I guess that's a good decision, but we're looking at nickels and dimes here, like nothing that really moves the needle for Yahoo. It's a no imagination creativity marketing department, but you do like the Kelly ads that are out now. I like Kelly. I, I like anything that is just not warm and fuzzy. I mean, cause we have so much of that nowadays. Uh, but Kelly, yeah, they have a new campaign that's happening throughout the Midwest right now. Uh, and from my understanding, it is happening here in Indianapolis as well. Uh, but a couple of their ads, their bus billboard ads. So, you know, the little billboards that you walk by sure. as you go into the actual, you know, bus stop. Yeah. Uh, and there are ones that, you know, like Mondays don't suck. Your job does, you know, Kelly. Here's a tip. You can wear headphones at work to drown out the sound of your soul being crushed. Or you can just get a new job. Kelly. Pursue your dreams of leaving your job. Kelly. Yeah. And they have a URL like find a job that doesn't suck or something. Yeah, but that's not big enough. They should that shit should be much, much bigger. Or they should have a text suck to a short code and then like be able to communicate with them via text. Yeah. That's a or, different story. Yeah, or QR code that leads them to a video that's no, like QR codes. No. Something. Something. Nope. Something. Text. Text, text Kelly to whatever short code to yeah. find your dream job today is what they should have. They they could have a myriad. They have plenty of room. Let me let me just say so, that. So so my beef for this, I know I know that you you like this. Yeah. I, I just I don't find it all that imaginative. I we've been we've been producing ads that say like your job sucks, Monday blows, your boss is a jerk. Like that's a that's a message that people have been pimping for decades. Although I guess it's effective, people hate their job, they'll, you know, go. I, I just don't find the campaign all that creative. Call me cynical and old because I am. I assume the job ads work, but I just I don't find them as creative and imaginative and, and good as you do. I did I didn't say anything about creative and imaginative or anything like that. Shit that just works. Something that captures that gets your attention. Have I seen ads that say your job sucks? Yeah. Has has it gotten my attention? Yes. So those types of things, very, very clear, very genuine, uh, very blunt. I, I like them, you know, and if it's been used over and over, kind of like the dead horse beating the dead horse, man, if it works, beat it till you can't. So we agree that there's no imagination in these ads. Yo, that John is it, so It's lame. simple. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in, in if you think about just about everything, most of the ad campaigns that you'll see today, they're re regurgitated from something else. Uh, there's not much original anymore. I mean, take a look at movies. How many fucking reboots do we get, right? Are they still good movies? Yeah, I'll probably go see some of them. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's just to be able to say that it sucks because it's not new is total bullshit. 
to say it sucks because it's not working. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. You like it and you think you think it works. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to if you're going to spend the money to do this, like be creative, like come up with something different. I say, Kelly, you do whatever works. I don't give a shit if it's been used since back in the Roman times. Fucking use that shit. You know what I say? We out. We out. This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.